allow me to explain. I was a senior in high school at the time, and I was definitely not a popular kid. My friends and I were the oddities of the school, the few people who dared to defy the norm. It was them who told me about the deep web, a place on the internet where you are completely unwatched, anonymous, capable of doing whatever you wanted. Of course, I was intrigued. Most of my friends just used it to buy drugs, but I thought a little bit bigger. I wanted to know what happened in the darkest parts of the deep web. Whether or not my friends were telling the truth when they talked about horrible fetish sites and assassins you can hire to kill anyone you'd like. Of course, I wasn't planning on using any of it. It was the mystery of it all that fascinated me. Going onto these sites would be like peering into a world only a few have ever seen. Like an entirely new experience. At the time, I was tired of the monotony of life. I would get up at the same time every day, go to school, attend the same classes, talk to the same people, go home, play video games, do homework, go to sleep, and then repeat. I wondered if other people got tired of that. Anyway, it took me a while to actually dive into the deep web. As fascinated as I was, I had been warned of what could happen to me. Who isn't afraid of being threatened by hackers or stalked by some creepy pissed off online? That kind of shit kept me from actually going on the deep web. Until the day I manned up and decided that it was time. It was time to delve into the underbelly of the internet. Time to see a world that I'd only ever dreamed of. For the first week or so, it was fucking boring. It was just drug sites and stuff where people exposed government secrets, or whatever. Nothing as dark as I expected. I wasn't really into politics. I don't even do drugs. So that was useless to me. There wasn't really much I was into back then. So I was disappointed. The only reason I kept exploring was my sheer desire to experience the world I thought existed on the deep web. That world was darker than any drug site. That world had murder, torture, and all sorts of nasty shit. I eventually got my wish. The site didn't have a name. I thought it was a broken link for a bit, since it only led me to a black screen. Right before I could click out, however, a chat box opened up on the screen. Someone using the name Admin typed in the chat box saying, Congratulations, you found the worst place on the fucking net. I stared at the screen, more bemused than afraid. It took me a moment to type back. Cool. That's all I said. What else was there to say? Hey, I'm here to see your finest torture porn. A moment after, the admin replied. Ha <laughs> ha. You want in? I hesitated. All those horror stories were flooding back to my head. But it was too late to chicken out now. This is what I came for. Even if I just clicked out at the first sign of danger, I had to see what was there. I had to know. Not allowing myself to stop. I hesitantly typed back. Yeah. The chat box closed, and I was led directly to what looked like a video, with another chat box next to it. There were around five other people there, each eagerly waiting for... something. The video was in black and white, and showed a small room. The only thing inside was a wooden chair. After around five minutes of waiting, the door to the room opened, and a man was shoved inside. 
He was blindfolded and only had on a pair of black briefs. He was followed by a woman. She was dressed in all black and her face was covered by a mask. In an instant, the chat room went wild. I almost closed the window to spare myself, knowing immediately where this was going. But again, I told myself that this was what I wanted. Maybe not the torture, but the window into the very worst parts of the world. The woman pulled a knife from her pocket and cut off the man's blindfold as she shoved him into the chair. He didn't struggle, and once his eyes were visible I could see why. It looked as if he had been drugged. Resisting was impossible. I frowned, glancing to the side. This was fucked up. I knew this was fucked up. My conscience told me to call the cops, or at least click off. But I forced myself to watch. She turned to the camera, pointing the knife at the man's throat. One of the people in the chat typed, One of the fingers. Cut off one of his fingers. I clenched my hands into fists, taking in a sharp breath. Was this really fucking happening? Was I going to watch this guy get mutilated? As a small crowd of people watched in glee? I felt like throwing up. A feeling that only worsened when the woman nodded, and then turned to the man, grabbing his limp hand and carefully slicing off one of his fingers. Blood spurted from the wound, and the man moaned in pain but he couldn't fight back. Breathing heavily, I hovered my cursor over the X, planning on getting the fuck out of there. But I didn't. The woman looked unsatisfied, as if she thought the people in the chat could do better. Another person called for her to slice up the man's arm, and she complied. He was bleeding heavily now, clearly in deep pain. But these people... These people were fucking sick. They were cheering her on from the chat, suggesting new and painful tortures for her to inflict. Eventually, I stopped breathing heavily. I stopped feeling sick. Actually, it was starting to grow on me. By the end, the man was on the ground, covered in blood. I watched this for around half a minute. The people in the chat were starting to die down. They inflicted enough pain. They had their fun. Funny, I thought. How it was all over just when I was... getting into it. I smirked. How exciting. This was better than any game I could play. Much better than any fucking class I could attend. Better than sitting with a group of fucking nobodies pretending like I cared for a goddamn second about them. This was the world I wanted to see. This was darkness. This was the underbelly. This was reality. Fucking end him. I typed in the chat for the first time. She nodded for the last time, bringing the man to his feet before slowly dragging her blade across his throat, sending more of his blood spurting out. Once it was done, she dropped him, and he fell to the ground, a lifeless husk. The people in the chat started complimenting the torturer, talking about how it had been another good time, starting to set the date for the next showing. On screen, the woman left the room, leaving the corpse behind. Of course, I quickly wrote down the date for the next showing. This was going to be a part of my life now. I was going to be a part of something bigger. 
I was going to command the death of these people. What a rush. So yeah, I still love the deep web. I'm in college now, and now I'm even more immersed in the deep web. I've seen shit some people would freak out just knowing exists. I finally broke the monotony of life. Isn't it inspirational? How one high schooler defies the inherent boredom of his life by discovering his true passion? I love the deep web. This happened a few years ago. I haven't touched any technology after what happened until now. So I've been using tech since I was a kid. When I was 12, I learned how to write scripts and programs to hack into systems, and ever since, I was hooked. In my second year of university, I was quite good at hacking, albeit somewhat cocky. Throughout high school, I had made a lot of money hacking. People would come to me to recover their hacked social media accounts, or to hack into their boyfriend's phone to read their messages. I was known as the go-to guy if you wanted something hacked. Even my school would occasionally come to me for help. Like I said, I made a lot of money back in those days. Halfway through my second year of university, I started getting bored of this. The money was good, but there was no thrill anymore. One of my friends told me about this cool thing called the dark web. I had heard of the dark web before, but it never really seemed that interesting. My friend told me about how it was full of drugstores, weapons dealers, hackers for hire, and a bunch of fucked up porn sites. As a hacker and a stoner, the dark web seemed right up my alley. When I got home that day, I fired up my computer and did some quick googling. With my vast knowledge of technology, it didn't take me long to get set up with Tor and Tails installed on my computer. I browsed through the hidden wiki finding most of the websites boring or dead. I texted my friend asking if he had any interesting link directories. He replied, Here are a few of the ones I use. He then sent me five links. I decided to click on the second one and see what I could find. I scrolled through the directory for a few minutes. He was right about how interesting the dark web was. I couldn't figure out where to start, so I clicked on a chat room. The website looked old and primitive, but surprisingly there was one person online. I started talking to him. He seemed kind of shady, but this was better than just scrolling through a bunch of dead websites. He said he had been on the dark web for a while. Finally finding someone with a vast knowledge of what's on the deep web, I asked him if he had any interesting links. He sent me a link, then immediately left the website. I had no idea what was hidden behind that link. I wish I hadn't clicked on it, but at the time, my own curiosity overwhelmed me, and I clicked on the link without giving it a second thought. After it finally loaded, I was presented with a pop-up box. It said in red text, If you don't know what's next, you're probably in the wrong place. There were two buttons, continue and leave. I instantly clicked continue. Biggest mistake of my life. It brought up a black screen with a blood red title at the top. The Freak Show. A message popped up. Hello. Interesting website you got here. Thank you. Are you here for the show? I thought to myself, what show? Out of curiosity, I replied, yes. 
Since you are a first-time viewer, it's going to cost you 500 Bitcoin. Future viewings are free. From all the money I made hacking, I had enough to fuel my curiosity, so I went ahead and paid the 500. After paying him, I was given a zip file instead of a link. I had developed a custom-made antivirus that appeared to work very well, so I took the risk and downloaded it. When I unzipped the folder, there was two files inside, an installer and a file named README. I started by opening the text file. It just said, Do not send the installer to anyone, or else. I went ahead and closed the text and opened the installer. It took about 15 minutes to install, which is strange for my computer. After installing, it opened up automatically. Across the screen it said, Hello, welcome to the Freak Show. We use custom program for our streams instead of live streaming on tour due to the slow speeds. We also need the extra security. After about 10 seconds, the screen changed. It was now a countdown with a chat room next to it. At this point, I was starting to feel that whatever happened next would not be good. A timer displayed that there was 30 minutes until the stream started. I set my screen name to James Kent 157 not my real name, but I needed an alias. I said hi in the chat, but was ignored. I waited the 30 minutes, and after the timer hit zero, a video feed began. On the screen there was a guy in a mask with three people side by side in front of him. He started speaking with a voice changer. Welcome to the Freak Show. We're happy to see all of our old viewers and a few new ones. We will now randomly choose one of you to tell us who to kill first and how to kill them. At that point, I realized I was fucked. I was in too much shock to close the window. I watched as the feed turned into a bunch of names scrolling until it landed on someone named Gore725. I watched as he typed out his horrific demands, which involved stabbing and dismemberment and finishing him off with hot metal. I watched as the sicko did all of this. I watched as the victim screamed in pain. After everything was said and done, he said, Now who's next? After he said that, I snapped out of it and went to close the page. When I clicked on the X, it said, Sorry, no leaving midstream. I was trapped. The randomizer popped up again, and this time, it landed on my username. I couldn't respond. Instead, I typed in the chat, You sick fucks! Why are you doing this? I was met with all the people in the chat calling me names like Pussy, Dumbass, Retard. I then said, I'm calling the police. That was a big mistake. The owner of the site then said, Call the police, and you'll be in the next stream, Logan. That made my heart freeze. He knew my real name. He then pasted my parents' names, my address, school, age, and IP in the chat. I immediately pulled the plug on my computer, and my screen went black. I then ran to my parents' room and told them what happened. They called the police, and they provided us with protection. Within a few months of investigation, they found the website's owner. He was a 32-year-old man who lived off a combination of welfare 
and the money he made from his red room. It was many years later before I finally started using technology again. The dark web is an abyss of terrible things, and if you're smart, you'll stay the hell away from it. The story about the deep web I'm about to tell you is absolutely true, and doing this was probably the worst mistake of my life that I've ever made. Take my advice when I say never go on the deep web or the dark web, as both those places are not only terrifying, but sick and cruel. I'll begin my story with a bit of background information. During my first semester of college, I had recently broken up with my first ever real girlfriend. We had a healthy relationship since high school and we did everything together and there has only been one minor argument in the six years we had been together. The reason for our breakup was because she was moving to another state with her family which I still forget the reason till this day. Needless to say over the next few months I was beyond depressed. Every day I had attended my classes, go home, do homework and go to my room sobbing in tears. For the next few weeks, it started to become a cycle, and I couldn't help it as I would never be seeing her again, or at least not for a long time. Fast forward a few months later, my depression slowly started to go away, and I started talking to more people and interacting with more friends. One day, I came home extremely depressed as my friends brought up my ex, and I just sort of turned to the internet for a while to try to get her off my mind. I was looking through Reddit to see if I could find something interesting. I'm normally into funny stuff like comedy, and I didn't find anything like that on Reddit. However, I then saw a post about something called the Deep Web. That post immediately caught my eye and I clicked on it. I'm not going to go into much graphic detail about what the post actually said, but let's just say it said things about the Deep Web that were surely fake. Or, at least I thought. To list some examples, there were apparently drug sites, assassins you could hire to kill people, weird fetish sites, and even documents and files that the government doesn't want the public to see or know about. This seemed like something I'd be interested in. Not the fetish sites or anything like that, but I wanted to see for myself what the actual deep web was all about. It's said to download a browser called Tor. They recommended other browsers, but Tor was apparently the best browser to use when going on the deep web. I knew how to install Tor and get everything set up, as I'm good with stuff like that. After a few clicks of getting everything ready, I was now officially on the so-called deep web. I found something called the hidden wiki. There was something called editor's picks, volunteers, and something called introduction points, so yeah, nothing too dark. I scrolled down and discovered categories such as drugs, adult content, porn, and bitcoin. Now I thought that I was actually getting somewhere with this. I clicked on drugs and to my surprise there were drug websites, at least a hundred of them. Of course I wasn't buying any as I'm not the type of person to get involved with any legal activity. After more searching, I found forums that had discussions about where to find torture and illegal pornography. I was shocked and was considering that maybe that post wasn't lying after all. Did this stuff really go on in the darkest parts of the internet? However, curiosity got the best of me and I stupidly decided to keep searching. Eventually, I found a list of links that led to something. They weren't the usual websites that we're all familiar with like www or .com or .net. These links were made up of a bunch of random numbers and letters with each of them ending in .onion. I clicked on one and it led me to a blank page. 
At first I thought it was a broken link as the page took a good minute to open. As soon as it did however, it showed another link that was in a red color with a creepy smiley face next to it. Alarms immediately start going off in my head and I wanted to click out right then and there but like I said, curiosity got the best of me once again and I clicked on the link. You might be thinking that maybe it was just a virus or a hack but no. What I saw next almost made me puke. I'm not going to name the site but the site was dedicated to hundreds of photos and even videos of people being tortured raped, hung, and even whipped, some of them not even being adults, and you know exactly what I mean by that. Let me just say that I've seen some messed up stuff in my life, from people getting run over to beheadings, but this was beyond that stuff. I would like to mention that I don't mind seeing some dark stuff here and there, but I do have my limits. This was beyond dark and disturbing. I know it sounds hard to believe that stuff like this actually happens, but unfortunately there are some people in this world that are sick in the head who get pleasure out of doing these types of things. I immediately closed down the website and deleted the Tor browser and never went on my computer for a while. I have done more research on the dark web and a lot of people say that torture and stuff like that don't actually happen, but I'm pretty sure I know more than they do. For those of you who are curious about going on the dark web, please take my advice and don't go there especially if you don't know what you're doing. I was young and naive and stupid for making that mistake. Don't go on the dark web. This is the story about my experience on not the deep web, not the dark web, but rather what is believed to be the Marianas web. For those of you who don't know what the Marianas Web is, it's basically the darkest place on the internet you could possibly go. Many people claim that the Marianas Web is a myth and that red rooms and torture doesn't exist, but let me tell you that they are completely wrong. I know this because I used to be a hacker on the deep web. In fact, I was so advanced that I could access files and other things not many people could access. I could hack into streetlights, hack people's bank accounts, government files, and much much more. I knew it was wrong, but back then I thought I was slick and could get away with practically anything as long as I was careful, and I did for a while. It was the summer of 2018, and one night I decided that it was time to see a part of the internet that very few people have ever seen before. I gathered all the information and steps to get to the Marianas web, which I obviously won't explain, but let's just say that it had a lot to do with coding and encrypting files in order to unlock certain places. A lot of people think that it's easy to get on the dark web with just a Tor browser, but it's much harder than you may think. Sooner or later, I was pretty sure I was now on the so-called Marianas web. The first things that popped up were of course some drug sites, and sites that sold stolen credit cards and some messed up fetish sites. Thankfully, I had no interest in that stuff, so I didn't bother paying any attention to that. However, a message then popped up at the top right hand side of my screen. It said the words, Hello new user, you have an invitation. I was confused and decided to find out more information so I stupidly clicked on it. There was a blank white screen with only one link. I could tell from the link that it was a video of some type. Now I wasn't afraid of getting hacked as my computer was very well protected and anybody who dared to hack me would not be successful at all. I thought I was the tough guy and proceeded to click on the link. It took a while to load, but eventually static appeared on my screen along with a frequency type noise coming from my computer. 
However, a screen appeared on my computer from some sort of video. The quality was very grainy, but I could just make out the footage to be a living room of some type. It was confirmed that it was indeed a video when a door from the room opened. A man with a creepy mask came out and sat down in one of the chairs. He started to introduce himself as Doug and how he was known to murder people. He then started talking about how he plans out who he's going to murder next and how he always get away with it. Like I said, I've been really experienced with the dark web and it's normal to come across stuff like this. Doug then got up and walked into another room bringing out what looked like a folder of some type. He opened it and showed pictures of all the people he had supposedly killed. However, they weren't just photos of the people themselves. It was photos of people murdered like stabbed and beat. There was one picture he showed where a woman was being run over with what looked like a truck. He mentioned about how he came up with these creative ways of tormenting these people without having to kill them instantly. He wanted their deaths to be long, suffering, and painful. There was a comment section, and I decided to try something I'd never done before. I typed, You're such a sick person. Doing that was possibly the biggest mistake I've ever made, because not even three seconds later my screen became dark and a small chat box appeared. A message appeared inside the box saying that I was stupid for doing that. I thought that maybe it was some sort of bot trying to scare me, but something inside of me told me that this was no bot and that I was talking to an actual person. I typed back saying, who is this? Whoever it was replied saying that he was Doug. I told him that I was going to report him to the police and show them the video. There was a short pause before he typed back saying, oh really, well, I guess I'm going to have to kill you, Jacob. In my mind, I of course thought he was joking, but I was dead wrong when he typed my full, complete address. However, the address was only the tip of the iceberg. He started talking about how he knew everyone I knew. My parents, my relatives, my friends, and even my teachers. I was shook, wondering how in the world he knew every person I knew was. He then typed, I'll see you later. After that, my computer shut off completely and it wouldn't turn back on no matter how many times I tried. I didn't tell my parents as I would get into major trouble so I decided to keep quiet and let it die. As more time went on, I thought the whole thing was far behind me. However, it wasn't until a few weeks later that I came home one day to my mom questioning me about something. She said while I was at school, a sketchy looking man came by the house asking for me. My mom of course wasn't stupid and claimed that he had the wrong house. She told me that he tried to convince my mom that he needed to come in but after my mom kept refusing he eventually gave up. Till this day I'm convinced that whoever was at my door that day was Doug. This just goes to show you how one little mistake can almost ruin your entire life. I still wonder what would have happened had my mom not been home.